Hello, baseball fans, and welcome to Sully Baseball Daily, the podcast we talk about baseball 365 days a year, unless it's a leap year. Then we're going to do another one. I've been doing this every single day since October 24th, 2012. Today's date, it's the last day of January, 2017. And I'm your host, Paul Francis Sullivan. Please call me Sully. I'm recording this from Sully Baseball Studio in Palo Alto, California, the birthplace of Oakland A's manager Bob Melvin, and just a line drive from Sunken Diamond, the baseball home of the Stanford Cardinal. I was going back to old episodes, and the first year I did the podcast, I mentioned the first episode of the podcast was October 24th, 2012, and it was on the verge of the World Series. That was the first episode was my thoughts of the 2012 World Series. I was rooting for the Giants. I thought the Tigers were going to win, so naturally the Giants swept the Tigers. Now, I then took the the podcast into this weird, uncharted territory of a talking about baseball during the offseason, and that spring training was the World Baseball Classic. And I kept calling it the hideous World Baseball Classic. I thought it was a a joke. Uh, I, I still maintain that the World Baseball Classic, is they're spring training games. And like all spring training games, you go at it half speed. You, you, no one's going to go diving headfirst into the stands in a spring training game. You will bring out the best pitcher in baseball in relief in the division series. You know, the 2013 uh, World Baseball Classic, I don't remember a single game of it. I I think the Dominican Republic won. I don't really, it may have been, I don't remember. I I honestly don't remember. I know Japan won it one year. I think Cuba won it one year. I don't know. A guy who follows baseball as close as me, I don't know. I can't remember. They're spring training games. Now, we're going to have another World Baseball Classic this year, and every year you're going to see the same crap about the, every time they do the World Baseball Classic, you're going to see some players want to show up, some players don't want to show up. Some players realize, wait a minute, my checks are being cut from a team, I'm a millionaire to win the World Series on, for, for my team. And then you'll see a few people who will show up, and then, you know, they'll, they'll give it a nice sort of lip service. But in the end, the teams that will be going the hardest are going to be Cuba and Korea and Japan, teams that aren't loaded up with major league players, and a lot of the smaller countries in terms of, you know, baseball history trying to make their mark. Now... I gave my theory of how we should improve the World Baseball Classic. I am going to repeat something here. I do think it's worth repeating. I do believe that the World Baseball Classic should be filled with players from all around the world and none of whom are associated or signed by a major league team. These are the best players from around the world who are not yet affiliated with a major league team. Now, that is spits in the face 
of the initial idea it's going to be like the World Cup of baseball, but it's never going to be the World Cup of baseball. It's never going to be like winning an Olympic medal in basketball or in hockey. That's never going to happen. It's a spring training game. People are going to go at half speed. Okay? This is reality. You can't scream at the tides. My suggestion before was to say, you make it all the players who are from around the world, from all these different countries, you play a tournament. And this, in their way, is their ability to get into the major leagues. And you will see that if this is their chance to make an impression, to get seen, to make an impact, you could have it be the equivalent of the NCAA tournament for baseball, but from teams from all around the world. And at the end, you have a championship, and then you have a draft. And you have each, you have like a, a series of you know, players that, that are drafted by teams, and you've, you get it as a showcase, you get to see them play, and then you get to see them drafted by a team, and you get to see new countries possibly be represented. And I stand by that that's what they should do. Because the level of play would astronomically shoot up. I would rather see a group of people who I don't know playing all out than seeing some stars kind of half, half-assing it. And seeing you know, a pitcher like, yeah, I'm going to go my three innings, get my work in. You, know, you don't get your work in in a championship game. You go to win. And you see, you know, players, you know, you see the, the greatest example is Madison Bumgarner in short rest coming out to throw five shutout innings with the World Series on the line. Is that going to happen in the World Baseball Classic? The team would sue Team USA or whomever has the pitcher go out and do that. But here's something that I've said before, and I think these days we have to remind ourselves. The talent pool in baseball is growing and growing and growing. We are seeing baseball open up in all new markets. We're seeing baseball get interested in, in there's interest in baseball popping up all over the world. I, I, I spoke to Earl Dix of the British Baseball Federation. There is interest in baseball in Britain. Maybe not great, but it's getting there. I made the suggestion about the Red Sox should scour all of Ireland for an Irish-born player because it would be the most popular player you'll ever see. As we see now, in current, the current state of Major League, you have players from the United States, you have players from Canada. Okay. You have players from Japan, China, Taiwan, South Korea. You have players born in Italy. Did you know that? Who the hell was born in Italy? What is it? Is that right? Um, oh, you have players who are who have dual citizenship. Okay, maybe that's stretching it a little bit. The likes of Drew Butera and Jason Grilly and Anthony Rizzo have dual citizenship. You have some players who were born in Germany, but they were born in Air Force bases. Okay, Chris Reed was born in the UK. Didi Gregorius and Jonathan Scope are born in the Netherlands. Xander Bogarts was born in Aruba. Uh, players from the Dominican, from Curaçao, from Nicaragua, from Australia. This is an expanding 
talent pool and opening up Major League Baseball to new talent pools, opening up Cuba, opening up countries in Asia. And you see teams from Israel, from Italy, from France, from uh, South America trying to get a chance if to play in the World Baseball Classic and get their players seen. This is what makes the talent pool of baseball better. Like opening up what America is to the brightest and best makes us better as a country, then the same can be said about baseball. Baseball is best when you go up and you know that all the best players in the world are playing here. It's a point I've made from the first season that calling it the World Series is not arrogant American talk if we are inviting all the best players in the world to play in our league, to play on this stage. There's a reason people want to come to America and play Major League Baseball because they want to play on that stage. There's a reason that the people are willing to leave their homes, leave where it is comfortable to them, leave where their origin are, where their heritage is, and come here to prove themselves on this great stage. That, they, that they'll be able to look in the mirror and say, I succeeded in an environment where we know the best are. We know the best are here. And so when I say, hey, I played the best level of, of what I do, it's not the best level in this small town in Curaçao. It's not the best in this small town in Nicaragua. It's not even the best in San Pedro de Macorís, which is a hub of great baseball talent. Just like it's not just, the, I'm not just the best in this town in California or Arizona or Ohio. I want to play on the biggest stage. You know, I did stand-up comedy for a long time. And I got to experience the stand-up comedy scene in L.A. and in San Francisco and in Boston. The stand-up comedy scene in New York when I was there was a bit of a melting pot of people from all over the damn place. And a lot of people who, I mean, I specifically remember some people who came to New York from other places. Laurie Kilmartin, Eugene Merman, some of these people who came from, who cut their teeth elsewhere and then moved to New York. Rob Paravonian moved to New York to say, all right, let me give it a shot. Because they wanted to play at that level of comedy. I knew many people who were musicians, singers, opera singers coming from different places. They came to want to play at that level. It's one thing to be an opera singer in Delaware, 
But to be an opera singer at the Metropolitan in New York, that means you are at a certain level. You've, you've risen to a, a higher level of your peers, of your, of your competition. And the same is, it's the same in baseball. It's not a hard concept to understand why players want to come here. Tanaka was already a huge star in Japan. El Duque was already a huge star in Cuba. Ichiro was already the biggest star in Japan. You could point to individual players who were already the, the, the biggest players in their, 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 their sport, in their country, that they wanted to play at this level. They wanted to reach this level. Cespedes was already well-known in Cuba. It wasn't enough to succeed in Cuba. They had to succeed on the highest stage. And so, the World Series is aptly named. And so, the more countries and the more people we have from other parts of the country, other parts of the world, and in our, in, from within our country, from, from regions in America, regions in North America, South America, Central America, Asia, Africa, Europe, Australia, Oceania, you name it. I want to know when I see a team on the field it's the best possible team. And one of the things that I love about, and again, a point I made from the first year I did this, one of the things that I love about how baseball sets up their World Series as opposed to the, foot, you know, uh, the football federation, FIFA, sets up their World Cup is it isn't nation versus nation in baseball. It's a very American point of view. Let's take people from all over and, and mash them together in our team. And it could be an Asian player alongside a black player, alongside a white player, alongside a Latin player. Boom, ba-dum, 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 ba-dum. Let's put together our best team based upon their abilities, not based upon their nationality. And I think that's a better way of looking at life and the world. Not to pretend that there aren't differences, that there aren't different cultures. The culture of Dominican baseball is different than the culture of American baseball, different than the culture of Japanese baseball. And you have to acknowledge that those differences exist, not pretend that they don't. Not to pretend that a player coming from the Dominican Republic to the United States doesn't go through additional hardships that someone who grew up in San Bernardino goes through. You heard about when you know, Pedro Martinez, who went through the whole, you know, because remember, he was originally part of the Dodger organization. He went through the whole Dodger Academy as a kid, and he finally gets to become a professional baseball player, and he doesn't go to L.A. He went to some place in, in, in goddamn Montana. Sorry, Ray. But that meant that he was part of the experience of moving up and showing his worth but yeah, there are additional obstacles. There are additional obstacles that someone who was born, you know, in the English-speaking part of America doesn't go through. So you, you have to acknowledge that those obstacles are there, but he gets to prove his worth 
maybe partly because of his ability to overcome those obstacles. I don't know, but what it does tell me is that we are witnessing a better level of talent than we did before. If our talent was based upon, are you white and do you live near a train station? That's what it was for a long, long time. You're near a train station. You're white. Welcome aboard. Who were the Felix Hernandez's we didn't know? The Ichiro Suzuki's we didn't know. The Xander Bogarts we didn't know. Baseball, making it to the major leagues, is based upon merit, not based upon where you were born, not based upon what language you speak, not based upon your background. It's one of the things that makes it a wonderful thing and why you're seeing players who are coming from countries who were not even on the baseball radar generations ago, and we can expand it. And this should be the main goal of the World Baseball Classic. Not to have, hey, here are all the American players on this team. Here are the Dominican players on that team. They're going half speed. Screw that. F that. This is about understanding what makes baseball great. You can come from all over the world and come here and show your worth and show what you can do. Now, eventually, there's a little bit of melting that has to go on. Eventually, you have to understand that no matter where you're from, we can celebrate your differences, but we have to have one goal, and that goal is to succeed. And that means a little adapting from the players to the style of baseball that's here, and a little adapting from the team to understand some of the players may go at things their own way. And you meet some things halfway. Some teams may be a little stricter. Some teams may be a little more lenient. But you're moving towards that one common goal. And once you move towards that one common goal, and you realize that we're better off with people with different ethnicities and different backgrounds... Because we look up and say, we have the best working together for this goal. And that's when it works best. You know, when you looked at teams, whenever I saw teams where there was just multiple ethnicities within the team that wins the World Series, you see white faces, black faces, Asian faces, faces from the Caribbean, faces from Central America. The Royals had a player from Brazil which is not exactly a baseball hotbed. But why isn't it? Let's make it one. And that's what the World Baseball Classic can be. It can be the entranceway. Give us your tired, your poor, your switch-hitting shortstops. Look it. I'm not making a political statement here. I'm stating things that the foundation of this country is based upon. It's based upon, come here, show us how good you can be, and that will make the entire experience here better. E pluribus unum.
tinkers to evers to chance. You know, World Baseball Classic, like having the All-Star Game determine the World Series home field advantage, was a nice idea that didn't work. It didn't work. Not as it's constituted, but it can become something really, really cool, provided we make the adjustments and realize it's not a showcase for the stars. It's an entrance. It's a gateway for the expansion of baseball and spreading the gospel of this wonderful game and maybe having some kid in some nations that we're not even thinking about. There's some kid on the Ivory Coast with a nasty split-fingered fastball. There's some kid in Sri Lanka who would be the next Albert Pujols. There is some kid in Argentina who's the greatest second baseman in baseball history. And none of them know it. Because they're not playing the game yet. We've got to find those players. And once we find them, we got to bring them here. And once we bring them here, they'll become famous. And they'll become rich. And they'll inspire a whole new generation. And the World Series will continue being the wonderful thing that it is. Away an American stage for the best in the world. And isn't that something worth celebrating? So go to SullyBaseball.com. Like me on Facebook, subscribe on iTunes, SoundCloud, YouTube, Twitter, Stitcher, Instagram, I'm everywhere. The music is by Ted Thacker and Patrick Kaliski. This has been the global episode of the Sully Baseball Daily Podcast for January 31st, 2017. I'm your host, Paul Francis Sullivan. Please call me Sully.